cheers. This is Horny Horny for for Love. Love. A podcast about our quest for love and life in Los Angeles. This is your host, Andrea Lee Christensen, your girl. And this is your other host, John Anthony Lee Christensen III, your host. I guess I said that already. (laughs) As you might be able to tell, we're We're feeling feeling a little down today. Sorry. We just thought that we'd do a little bit of a check-in episode because, believe it or not, it's been like a month Mm -hmm. since we've seen each other because we backlogged a few episodes. Yeah. And a lot has changed since we've backlogged these episodes. You may remember me as a bright, chipper young woman. And now I'm jaded, faded. And scorned. <laughs> and a scorned woman. <laughs> um, And I'm just depressed, I guess. Or, you know, in quotes. I don't know. Yeah. Not clinically. I'm. It's just, <laughs> it's just a hard time these times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's think about what happened this past month. Omicron pretty much ruined everybody's holiday plans. I spent it home alone. Thanks for asking. I I didn't. I got to go home, luckily. Um, But it still did ruin the plans. And I just was like, felt like I was back to 2020 quarantine with my family again. Oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't go anywhere, literally. And how is Hawaii, you ask? Well, did they know you were going? Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they knew. They knew. We, we, if they you guys knew. are faithful listeners, then you would know. And you are waiting with bated breath to hear about how I returned engaged. <laughs> well, you know what? I returned single. <laughs> Fuck. I like almost teared up a little as I was saying it. It's like, I don't want to believe it. I'm single. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into all of it. Um, just so you have some context, we will be munching on some Cheetos and and or hot Cheetos throughout the duration of the episode to cope. <laughs> yes, and guess who has which Cheeto? Don't, we're not going to tell you, but you have to guess. That yes, will be yes. the poll this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't put this on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cheetos and some tea to wash them down. Because we're sad. Yeah. Okay, Very so sad. I mean, let's not like wait too much longer, right? Okay, let's get into let's just fucking do it. <laughs> let's, let's dish. So Andrea's single for the first time, actually, in <laughs> six years now. I thought it was the f- single for the first time in five, but I actually wasn't single for that long at all. Mm. <sighs> and so, so I'll tell what happened. And I went very back and forth on how much I should reveal, mm-hmm. but. You know what? I don't have to protect him. (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) So we were going to go to Hawaii on the 1st of January. And he was going to come to New York. Or sorry. He was going to come to L.A. on the 28th. So he'd have a few days to chill because I had the apartment to myself. Mm -hmm. On the 27th, the day before he's supposed to arrive, I get a little text message from his ex-girlfriend. And there are pages and pages of screenshots of him begging to see her. And when this happened, I was like, 
shocked. I was in shock. I called, called you me right after. Because I was in New York. And I was like desperately trying to find a way where like it wouldn't be true. Mm-hmm. And like I could like still somehow enjoy my trip. And I feel like everybody was being like, go on this trip without him. Like you don't need him. That's like what I you said. like do you wanted to go on a solo trip and like explore. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so like up until that night, no, up until the next morning, I was like I don't know if he's coming or not Mm -hmm. because I told him like you can come or not come. But at the end of Hawaii, we're not together. Mm -hmm. So he came and I couldn't sleep the entire night. How could you? How could I? And he like I was like I was like, fuck him. I'm just going to take some melatonin and like sleep and like maybe he'll arrive or not. But then I like couldn't sleep. So then I like just drove to the airport and I was like. I'm just going to get this conversation out of the way because I just like. Proud of you for that, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like <laughs> facing the conflict head on. Okay. Okay. Well, I I don't know. I just like was so desperately wanting it to not be true. And like he gets in the car. I can't even look at him because all I wanted to do when I see him is like smile, mm-hmm. which is. <sighs> And so then I basically was like, just, okay, here's my plan. I'm going to just like yell at him and get all that shit out of the way and for the three days that he's in L.A. And then I'm just going to have a good ass time in Hawaii because I like don't want to think about it and want to have good memories. And then afterwards it'll be over. Mm-hmm. And essentially that's what happened. <laughs> and so you went on the trip together. So we went on the trip together and like. Those first three days, I was just like, <sighs> yeah, just like I just trying to reconcile how the person that's in front of me and like telling me that he like loves me so much and like I'm the one and all that bullshit can be also the person who's like texting his ex like, I miss you. You're the only one that's ever cared about me. And like even and like texting her like mundane things like it's snowing outside today. Like it's almost worse. I know. It's like so what what what's going on? Like do you just need the attention? Like like why 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 are we having this like long distance relationship that you pushed for by the way? Cuz he was telling me like don't let's not let this go cuz I cuz remember back in October he like I wanted to end it. And he was like, no, no, let's not end it. Like, I'm willing to put in the work. Like, let's make this one different than the ones before. And I was just, like, so taken in by it. And I knew that we both weren't ready to start a new relationship. But I was, but I was like, I also don't want to let you go because I've never felt this way about anyone. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, I just can't reconcile, like, the person that's in front of me with the person that, like, sent those texts. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So. And, I, and I, I've said this to you before, but, like, you know, like, it is possible for, like, people to want certain things and, like, want to be different, but, like, not be capable of doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At this point in time. And that's, like, doesn't make it any easier. But, like, you know, it's it's. It's easy to want things, you know, but you can't always. I just spit a Cheeto into my lap. 
Oh, God. <laughs> I'll stop there. I think I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we, so, like, I felt like I was able to, like, put that stuff in the back of my mind enough to go on the trip. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, kind of a weird double-edged sword because, or not really, I mean, yes, it was. Like, we'd be having an amazing moment, and then, like, those thoughts would creep in again. Like, but none of this is real because, like, because you were, like, unfaithful, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, how can you, like, I'm, like, constantly questioning the things that he's saying and if he means them. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a super anxious place to be in in a relationship. Totally. And it's just like, I don't know, like, can I ever regain this trust? Like, because allegedly they had been seeing each other since I left New York. Like, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. So do you want her? So just go back to her. Mm hmm. Why are we doing this back and forth, spending so much money and, like, so much emotional energy? (sighs) Whatever. The unfortunate thing is, like, I don't think I've ever loved somebody as much as I love him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I've never been so happy with someone and laughed so much with somebody or cried so much over somebody either. It's weird. It's, like clockwork and i told him this too it's like every two weeks we're gonna we're we're having an amazing time we're blissful in love and then every two weeks something horrible like this happens again Mm -hmm. although this one is the most horrible (laughs) so yeah so we had a beautiful amazing time in hawaii hawaii is amazing we surfed we snorkeled we went to waterfalls we hiked we shotguns we went to the strip club we had public sex oh my god <laughs> we were really like let's just check yeah. every box yeah, while we were, we're still like, together YOLO! we got tattoos <laughs> sorry <laughs> um and then we spent the last two days in la together like sobbing because we knew that it would end and and then he left and then And now... Has it ended? I'm trying... I, like, can't decide whether to block him or not. (laughs) I, as you may or may not be familiar with, definitely have not blocked, but um, done the unfollow, like, social media erasure. Wait, you didn't block your person? No. Oh. I never block. Okay. I just unfollow. Okay. <clears throat> yeah oh but you un- you blocked on the socials no no oh my god you have so much willpower i unfollow though so oh. it's like i don't see anything oh okay okay yeah okay. um as my way of helping myself get through things i just like he's just not my guy isn't on social media like at okay. all so, so i like won't see him yeah 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 i mean I don't know. That's like up to you. To me, I'm like in my in my like breakup scenarios where I didn't want to talk to the person anymore, or like couldn't. Yeah. I just told them that, and then they just didn't text me anymore. Oh really? See, you have like self control and like gumption. 
<laughs> I feel like a woman without self-respect. <laughs> no. Because right I'm like still like, I don't know. Like I'm still like, if he's not texting me like good morning mm-hmm. or whatever, if he's not like calling me at all hours of the day, I'm like, okay, you already forgot about me. And you know what? Maybe he has. Like, maybe he never really cared okay. that much. Mm-mm, first, mm-mm. am I spiraling? I, let me say. <laughs> I, well, I listen. We've all been in these places before. If you are lucky enough to have felt love, chances are it probably didn't last forever. Um, That's unless it did, you know. That's horrible. Well, when we're we're still young, you know, we haven't found our forevers yet. <laughs> but like, while you're still young, you know, the first couple of times maybe you fall in love, it's not. It doesn't last. So you go through this heartbreak and it's unavoidable and it's painful. And, you know, there's not really, in my experience, there's not a way through it other than like time and like self-growth and all of that. You know, you can't judge yourself for thinking those things of like, oh, if he doesn't text me in the morning, like he doesn't care about me. He's not thinking about me anymore. I mean, the amount of times that I thought that with my ex situation, like, all the time you know but also i was the one saying don't talk to me you know yeah. so of course you know and i'm like not saying that at all to him i know but the tr- the truth of the matter is like if the feelings are as intense as they were for you i'm sure they were for him too and like of course he's thinking about you of course like absolutely I mean, and also it's just it's just natural it's normal like we're always gonna think about our exes or people in our life that used we used to be close to doesn't even have to be romantic that we used to be close to and we're not anymore like when you think about them you're always gonna be like i wonder if they're thinking about me and you have no way of knowing the thing is that this guy has like removed the logical side of my brain completely yeah like also like i know that this breakup is the right thing because also I was never able to focus fully on being in LA like because half my heart's in New York and like low-key I was like okay when my lease is up I'm gonna move back there and just like be with him like Mm -hmm. and that's never the person that I was you know like I was always about my career and stuff and like having a man I just always thought that like love would always come Mm -hmm. and I wasn't worried about it and for some reason this guy has like completely made this relationship my like number one priority and that's not good and that's not the person that I know that I was and I don't know it's just like right now this is what I'm thinking about when I'm waking up. It's what I'm thinking about throughout the entire day. It's think what I'm thinking about when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he left a t-shirt here and I'm like smelling it. And I'm, I'm sobbing. I like, but that's just part of the process. That's all just normal. Like it sucks and it hurts. But like that is that's just how it is. You know, like when I went through like my actual only real real true heartbreak for the first time like you know you always hear like oh it hurt, it sucks and blah 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 you know and like movies tv songs whatever but like it's actually super painful like a real thing like i had like physical like ailments because of it like i was like Whoa. like my chest was like hurting every morning like when i woke up like i would like literally wake up moaning like not really? not an exaggeration yeah like before i like was conscious of like you know being fully awake 
Yeah, because I was so hurt. Like, it was devastating to me. You know, like, it was it was devastating emotionally. And there were parts of it that, like, manifested physically. Like, I couldn't, like, my st- I was always nauseous. Like, my stomach was constantly unsettled. Like, my chest was, like, just hurting, you know. And I was just devastated. It's just, like, part of the process, unfortunately. You yeah. know, and you're going to stumble and you're going to succeed on your way, like, through it like on and off and that's just how it is you know and you know what the other thing is like you know how they're like the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else (laughs) (laughs) and like for my last relationship i was like (laughs) (laughs) yes it is when i did thanks (laughs) but i was like so looking forward to like dating and like seeing what kind of other people were out Mm -hmm. there and like right now i just don't care like all i want is to see him again yeah unfortunately but i also think those two relationships were so different like so different the first one was like five years long so it had run its course you know there was no like what would have happened or what would it be like you know you had five years of knowing what it would be like it was over for like a year yeah to me i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i think sometimes like the shorter relationships when they when like they end sooner than you want them to it's harder because you didn't get to like live out the full relationship you would envision exactly like we were still in the midst of the honeymoon phase Mm -hmm. and it's just like and that's what i can't understand we made it exclusive sort of because he pushed for it two weeks later all of this is happening so it's like why did you push for it then Mm -hmm. Like, did you just need the attention? And I, I don't know. These are all, like, rhetorical because it's, like, <coughs> things that, Excuse me. like, I've asked him, but, like, he doesn't have a good answer for. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, that's something else I've learned in breakups is that, like, you can say your piece, which you have said, and that's all that you can control. You right. know, like, you can't, you can't look for your closure in the answers of another person. You know, because you have no control over what they're going to say, whether they'll answer truthfully, whether they're emotionally aware enough to have an answer for you. Like you can't depend on that. And a lot of times they don't. And, you know, you don't you don't find it from them. So you really have to just like you have to find it from yourself. And that takes time. (sighs) And you're just, you know, starting this process. It just feels like it. There's no time, you know, like I'm just. Yeah. Like, I kind of don't want to, like, let him go even after all of this. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just want to be like, okay, let's reconvene in a few months. But then I'm like, I should just block him. <laughs> I've, like, talked to him every day. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's probably not helping. It's not helping. <sighs> I Anyways. Mean, <laughs> you know, you'll figure it out. We'll see. I was just like on Raya swiping yes to every single person. I was like, I don't even know who's attractive anymore. I don't care. Yeah. That's where I'm at. So we'll I'm see. sorry, my friend. Starting the year off like this. And I freaking crashed my car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that It sounds worse than it is. is so that's like a idea of the headspace I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about Andrea. What about John Anthony? 
These Cheetos are munching and crunching all over my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so bad is like the puffy Cheetos. I hate like those. Sick. No, for me. I kind of have like a craving for them sometimes. I love the crunch. That's like the reason I like the Cheetos. If I see them in the store, I'll be like, I want to feel that sticky. Ew. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> How am I doing? Still single. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, Carly. <laughs> um, no, honestly, not amazing. Even though some good things are happening, uh, like... I think you have a lot of exciting things. I do, I do, but like mentally and emotionally just feel like totally just lost. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I really think it's just like this new surge in cases, the Omicron, blah, blah, blah. I cannot get enough of that fucking word. Everyone can't stop saying that word. Um, You know that it's like a Greek word. So we were like, when I was home for Christmas, yeah. we were like, mom, how do you say it? Like, right. Oh, oh what'd she say? I feel like I'm going to butcher it now, but it's like. Omicron, Omicron, or something like that. Sounds kind of like the normal way, or the no. She says it like I can't do it right now because I'm getting clammy. But like with the with the Greek accent, it's like really something. Faith, if you're listening, (laughs) we're inviting you on the pod to say Omicron. Fine, send me a voice memo of you saying it. We'll play it next episode. (laughs) Sublime it in. Um, but yeah, it's just like it just got me down it's just like making me feel isolated all over again like and it happened like just at a time where i felt like my social life was starting to kick off again you know i was like Mm -hmm. i have a network of friends in la like we're starting to like hang out more i'm fine we were finally me and my roommate like alice who you all know now um we're gonna have a freaking holiday party the week of Christmas before i went home and like it was gonna be our first party after a year and a half pretty much or a little mm-hmm. less of living in the apartment. We still have not had a party. Well, you know, a I housewarming was party. Forward to your party. Yeah, it was I like, had even gotten work off that oh, night. I'm sorry. It was very sad. And of course, we <laughs> had to cancel as everything else was being canceled. Like, I was so anxious about going home for Christmas, like isolating because I didn't want to get sick and not be able to go. You're like I, the one person who hasn't had it yet. I haven't had it yet, to my knowledge, and I and I have been getting tested. Like I got tested before I left for home. We tested while I was home, mm-hmm. and my whole family was negative. And then I came back to LA. Have been working. That's the only time I go out is like going to work, right. which is annoying because it's just like I'm making personal sacrifices in my own life to like be conservative about who I see and like not going to bars at the moment. But I work in service, so I'm, like, still going to work because I have to because we're not getting assistance from the government. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I have to show up to work now. And after, like, two years of never getting COVID by, like, luck and being safe as I can, like, now it just feels like, oh, well, I'm just going to get it. And so that's going on. And it's been, like, over a month, it feels like, since I've really, like, seen friends. Like, I just went out for drinks outside to a bar with friends and that was the first social like gathering i've had since before christmas and it's just hard it's just like i didn't think we were coming back to this point again and i know it's Mm -hmm. temporary but it's just Mm -hmm. like when it happens it's really sucks and it just feels like my life is on hold again just when i thought it was starting to get better right so that's making me sad um 
like i was supposed to go on a date with some guy oh yeah and he canceled or not canceled because we were like making plans but he was like i don't know i don't really he was trying to be safe and i wasn't feeling great but i had gotten covid negative tests Mm -hmm. and it was just for me feeling run down from work i'm sure Mm -hmm. um and i got tested like three times um but he has like an important thing coming up so he didn't want to risk it and it's like I totally get that, but it's like, wow, so we're back in that place again where some people are, like, having to consider, you know, if you have that big thing coming up, maybe you can't go out that week, you know? It's just like... It's like year three. Let's make year three of COVID the best year yet. Yeah, our favorite tweet. And it's like, it's also, like, difficult because we're trying to, like, keep our lives chugging forward and, like, care about career and stuff, and it all also feels so futile yeah you know because it's thank you we're working so hard to get our careers off the ground and we're also so stressed from like year three of this garbage like so but so then we want to do things that make us feel better like take a fucking break but then it's like if you take a break then you're not working on your career and then the whole cycle starts Mm -hmm. all over again it's like so ugh but you really like said it what like that that's the thing that really like keeps me up at night is the like feudalness of everything I've it always wanted so to do with feudal. my life like my passions and like my goals and I've always had such strong passions for my life and I still do but it's just like the pandemic has just like stopped things and shown you how quickly things can just be taken away out of your control but then it's also just like existentially it's like Okay, well, what about the climate crisis that's happening and the fucking civil unrest in our country and the impending collapse of democracy? Like, those things are on my mind every fucking day, and it makes it hard to care about fucking drawing pictures in a fucking book, okay? And that does matter to me, and my work is valuable and important, but it's like, I'm not going to be sitting in a bunker drawing while the, (laughs) the world is ending, and it just feels like, what what do you do you know yeah you can't just be paralyzed with fear and like wake up every day i know petrified of all these awful things happening but then it feels sometimes like you're burying your head in the sand to just like keep going on as usual i was like sorry to bring this back to my love life (laughs) (laughs) but i was kind of like just now i was like is that kind of why i was like also so invested in this relationship is that it was like kind of the only thing that's made me happy since Mm -hmm. moving to los angeles i'm sorry to say maybe that's like a good point yeah like just so happy when i'm with him Mm -hmm. and i don't want to be alone you guys (laughs) like you're not alone thank you but i think that's kind of like that thing you said of like i'm right now looking for something that makes me happy or it's just like something to build my life around not that like obviously i want to build around myself because you know Mm -hmm. that's what everyone should do Mm -hmm. but like i don't know it's just like i had an idea of like what my dream life would be before all of this stuff happened and now this stuff is like ongoing and the world is different and it's kind of like what is my yeah what is realistically like what is my dream life exactly yes i'm like where do i want to be like my dream life still involves a partner i don't have one yet so like 
they're not in the picture. So I'm kind of like, I don't know, where do I want to be? Like, I think about this a lot because I, yeah. I, I didn't move to L.A. with the intention of living here forever. Uh-huh. And when I think about like, well, when will I move back to New York? Like, I, I want to live in L.A. for like longer before I move back to New York. But I'm kind of like still feel like in a place of there's nothing tying me to any specific place. You know yes, what I mean? And me that's too. what makes me, me freaked out because I'm just like, I can move back. To I New can York. move back to New York. Who I cares? can move to a different city. It doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter. Especially because your literary agent also is like, um, not here. She's yeah. in Boston, isn't she? Mm-hmm. And so the like, and the agency is in Seattle. <laughs> right. It's just like this world now. Everything's remote, so it's like right. it really doesn't matter where you are. And I'm not really getting any auditions that are in LA person. specific yeah. or yeah. Or in person. So I'm like, why did I move to L.A.? But if I move back right now, it feels like I just gave up. Yeah. And I hate that most of all. But I also feel like to me, I'm like, to move back to New York now, I'm also like, what's the point? I love right. New York, but it feels like... It is more fun. It's fun. So that's the point. Well, it's fun because you're more comfortable there, I think, too. Right. And we're not doing things just because we're comfortable. And I also think like... <laughs> and then I think of like, if I moved back to New York, what would that look like right now? I'm like a lot of the problems I'm having here would also be happening there. Like with the, like, going out? Well, more so, like, the pandemic, like, scattered all of my friends. Like, right. a lot of my friends don't live in New York anymore. Yeah. And, like, I'd have to, like, kind of be starting over in a way there, Wait, too. actually, I've had you know the same I mean? thought as you recently of, like, what then, like, where would... am I supposed to be, then? Yeah, of, like, what would my life look like in New York if I moved back? And I... And... The thing is, like, so many of my close friends also live in L.A. Like, mm-hmm. like a lot of my so it's and I always have plans on the weekend if I wanted them. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like what? Why am I feeling so unsettled and lonely and shit? And like, why do I want to just go back to New York? And maybe it's like because New York is evokes like this feeling yeah, because of I being think, feeling good and happy. I think it's because in New York you can look out your window and see the city happening. Where in yeah. L.A., you don't look out your window and see the city happening. I do catch glimpses of being excited to be here. Me too. Like, just thinking about all the people I could meet. Mm-hmm. And, like, the things that I can do. And then I'm just... And then they go away. Yeah. <laughs> and then they... Bye-bye. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it just takes time. Yeah. And, and if again, COVID wasn't happening, exactly. that would be also be cool. Hello, that would be cool. <laughs> hey, COVID, can you just be cool for a second? Yeah, don't be all uncool. Yeah. That was a Real Housewives reference for all you gay listeners out there. And <laughs> and straight women who love gay things. So, did you watch Euphoria? And anyone who loves gay things. Okay. Um, I did. Thoughts? <sighs> I didn't watch episode two yet. Oh, me either. Okay, me too. Cool. <laughs> I think for me, uh, Sydney Sweeney carried the episode. Oh, she's so good. And watching her in this again, because like I first knew of her from Euphoria, and then uh-huh. it's been a while. And then she was on White Lotus, but playing mm-hmm. a totally different character. Right, right. And I was like, wow, she's so talented. Because like, she's so good. Cassie is such a different character than whoever her name was in the other yeah. show. I'm feeling very Cassie at the moment. Yeah, I mean, she's such like an emotional girl, yeah. and she's like, it just really. I was very impressed. Some of our favorite cultural commentators that were talking about this episode. 
and Euphoria, and I think it was them. Anyway, somebody <laughs> I listened to was talking One about of it. The pods. And they were saying, like, Euphoria is like, I don't remember what they were saying. The, the <laughs> gist of it, the gist of it is that, like, Euphoria is like all vibe and aesthetic no and substance. not it's real plot. Ugh. You know? And I think it's so interesting because the creators of the show are two middle aged white men, and it's like, they are creating the most Gen Z show to ever exist. You know, it's like all vibes and aesthetic and like everything yeah. Gen Z. Yeah. So it's so interesting to me how they're they're like playing into that. And I'm sorry, I don't care about Rue and Jules. No. I just f- somehow like I don't care about their relationship anymore. Yeah, me either. I did season one. I was like, who is Hunter Schaefer? Wow. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. Maybe it's been too long when I'm like, oh, this again? I know. Like, I don't it care. It feels like the same thing. And I don't get why Fez like beat up Nate so much. Why? Why what? You why don't did get he that? Well, I watched Nate was the a monster. Well, I know and then he Nate's was the a monster, one... but he did something to Jules no, and but Maddie, he was the one who... not Fez. Yes, he called the cops on Fez, and they had to like get rid of their <gasps> whole supply, and then he had to oh, steal, or then he had to like steal from his supplier or something like that, oh. and got into like huge oh. trouble. Oh, you're okay. Okay, never so mind. So he fucked him up big Sorry, time. Cut this out. I'm a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wait, okay, wait. To bring this back to LA for one second, mm-hmm. I have a bone to pick with Craig's. It's Craig's oh. is a restaurant that's one of those Whoa, celebrity... switching subjects. Sorry, sorry. This is about Los Angeles. So I had to bring in something LA, even though mm-hmm. I guess we've been talking about LA the whole time. Craig's, I have a bone to pick with you. Your restaurant looks like a Ruby Tuesdays. There is Two gigantic TV screens when I'm supposed to be having dinner at an upscale Italian restaurant. You have pigs in a blanket as one of your appetizers. And not even like four gourmet tiny pigs in a blanket that's like amazing. It's like 16. Oh 16 pigs in a blanket on a platter with a cup of ketchup and Dijon mustard. Why? Answer for yourself. <laughs> Answer for yourself, Craig's. Why is Kanye and Julia Fox dining there? Why is Rihanna walking out of there with a wine glass? Why? Tell me that. <laughs> Craig's did not return our request for comment on this story. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I had any LA experiences you to like talk joy. about. You like joy. You like joy. Love joy. I'm obsessed with Highland I went Park. To Highland Park for the first time. It was like one of the last days of the New Year when I was just like by myself. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't go home for the holidays. Of the old year, you mean? Of the old year. And <laughs> that's what we should call it. <laughs> the old year. The old year. <laughs> you know the one. Um, and I was just like walking around. Oh, I got you a Christmas present. It's right there. Okay. Wait, should we do a live Oh my god, opening? it's wrapped? Yeah, of Oh course. my god. Yeah, I didn't get her anything. The thing is, remember the Christmas episode, John Anthony was like, I literally hate if anyone gets me a present that I don't like. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really scared. Why is this coming back to bite me? Wait, wait. Guys, I'm scared. The wrapping's super cute. It's rainbow. It's a rainbow. It feels like a book. 
Okay, if you don't like it, I'll keep it. I'm scared. I'm I want to. I really want to like it. And my heart's beating, and I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Should I not look? Oh God. Okay, it's I'm nauseous. it's blue. It's blue. I'm so scared. I did the ASMR. It's a cookbook. Oh, I should say what cookbook? Uh, no? sure. Yeah, I why shouldn't? not? Oh, Mr. sorry. Anthony is known to cook his own meals a lot. Cook this book. Techniques that teach and recipes to repeat. Molly Baz? Baz? I thought it was super cute. It's super aesthetic. So I think I need to use it. I thought it would look good on your bookshelf. So that's it why would look good on the bookshelf. Yeah, I thought you would appreciate that. It's very aesthetic. So I was like, <gasps> I'm gonna... Doesn't it look good? Yeah, it does. I also love the design, like the text. Really Design's cute. Design's important. It is. <gasps> okay. It looks so good, I right? think... Should we, should we do something? Should we cook something on tomorrow? <gasps> oh, yeah. For dinner from the book? Oh, it's so cute. That would oh, be we're, cute. We're hanging out tomorrow, you guys. And then we can go get drinks or something. Okay, cute. We love drinking. That's cute. cute. Let's do that. Thank you. You don't hate it? No, I don't. Okay, he'll tell me his real opinion when we're and off the pod. No, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. If anything, it's giving me more like, you need to stop cooking the same boring stuff I always make. Mm. And like, jazz it up a little Ooh, bit. Yeah, I only know three recipes and that's all I cook. Um, okay, let's do Glimmer. Oh, yeah, duh. Okay, we've been total negative Nancys this whole time, mm -hmm. but it's time to bring it back around with Glimmer of Hope. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, <laughs> that that's so, so good. good. We both went our own yeah. journey. <laughs> okay, do you so have one? Wait, we have to explain what it is. Oh, yeah. So Glimmer of Hope is a segment we do at the end of every episode because we know that moving to L.A. and changing our entire lives would be a little stressful. Yeah. So we thought we'd always end an episode on a positive note. What are we looking forward to? Wow. Sorry, beautifully said. Thank you. Um, Do you have one? I was like ruminating on this all night. I was like... Maybe my glimmer of hope is just to be happy. <laughs> Whoa! So um. <laughs> or I'm, no, like, my glimmer of hope is to, like, look forward to a time when I'm over this. <laughs> mm. That's what's and dating someone really hot and famous. I believe in myself. Mm -hmm. I can. My, okay. My real, okay, I have two, I guess. Okay. One, that wasn't my real one. Honestly, one is now tomorrow night. I'm excited to like, oh, we should choose a recipe, cook it, and then go yeah. get drinks. And that sounds really fun to me. Um, and also, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I'm just going to keep saying it when it makes me feel hopeful because until it happens. Um, getting my book deal this year. We are finishing up the pitch packet this month. So then next month, she's my agent's gonna start pitching it and she sent us a list of editors that she's looking at pitching it to oh, sick. so i was like oh my god this is real like this is happening ah, so exciting. yeah wait yeah. did you sign with her like yeah <gasps> yeah we have somebody has an agent i do a literary agent mm -hmm. so exciting 
Okay. And okay. Real quote unquote real. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm brunette now. So I'm hoping that brings a new flavor for this year. Mm. Like Blondrea, she's dead. I'm a new girl. And the fact that I had been blonde, but I'm disguising it with the brunette, I think makes me a little like I have a secret. Mm. That's how I'm looking at it. (laughs) That wasn't my glimmer of hope. Oh. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to mention that. Wait, what were you going to say? I was going to say that I wanted to say also that I think I'm having this urge this new year to just like be different. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Let's kill our old selves. I am not having nails polished right now. And I think I'm going to keep it off for a little while. I've been like consistently doing it for like since the summer. Yeah. Um, I'm going to change my hair color, but I'm not going to say what to yet. I want it to be a reveal later. Yeah. And... I honestly had this urge to be a total diva and like, like remove all of my Instagram posts and just like start over. Wow. Is that like crazy? No, because I had the I'm same like, I feeling. want the cleanse. I don't, I just want everything to be new. Over the, I agree. I want to be different. Over the holidays, I w- was feeling so tired of myself and like of looking at the same person in the mirror. And I was like, I just need to kill the old me. And I'm so excited to like start the new year with the new attitude. And, and now that I don't have somebody distracting me, I can focus on myself, bitch, bitch. So it was a blessing Maybe that's in disguise. Your glimmer right there. It was a blessing in disguise that she sent me those text messages but we're not thanking her either. We're not thanking her either. <laughs> we're not thanking her either. <laughs> I, I, think I wish she hadn't, but she did. But she did. So and, we can't take it and away. And thank God, but not you. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no better way to end the episode. <laughs> thank God, but, but not you. you. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for listening to this absolutely chaotic sad downer unhinged episode with us with us Um, we can't wait to bring you some amazing more content this year some more guests are coming don't worry we've shared our old skin we're we're british and slash australian (laughs) at the same time all right all right this has been honey for love